0: We are. we are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate.
1: Hi everyone, this is Christina, and this is another episode of a spooky tales. Today there is no MJ, sadly. I got better from COVID and then she got COVID. So luckily, I found a lovely, lovely guest uh, to step in for her. Um, say hi to everyone and introduce yourself and all that. Hi, I'm Emily. I am from Pineapple Pizza
0: Podcast and Drink Drunk Dead. So how's it going? I too have been recovering from COVID. Hey, join the club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a fun, not a club that every um, that we want to be a part of. No. but no,
0: it kind of sucks. Here we are. <laughs>
1: i feel like like i'm all better but there's just like this lingering cough that won't go away Mm -hmm. and i'm like just just go away god (laughs) the cough and then the headaches Oh, that sucks. I haven't had any like lingering headaches, just a just a cough that won't go away. Oh, and it sucks because I work in healthcare, And so I'll be like with a patient and then all of a sudden just start coughing. And I'm like, I swear I'm not Ooh. sick. I'm not like here spreading COVID. I'm... <laughs> right. But it still makes people give you that side eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for this episode, since uh, MJ's not here, I'm just going to be sharing some listener stories. I got one like months and months ago that was so long and i didn't know where to fit it into an episode and this was the perfect uh, opportunity since uh mj's out and i had a different topic picked with her and we're not gonna do that so i'm gonna do this instead oh and then before i continue if you have any stories that you want to send into the podcast just email us at spookytales@gmail.com at gmail.com or dm us on any of our socials we love receiving them okay so this is the first one And again, Emily, just feel free to chime in wherever. Awesome. Okay, so here it goes. A little backstory back in 2011. Oh, wait, let me give a trigger warning before I forget. I always forget these and I have to add them in later. But this first story has a mention of some mental health stuff, depression, and mentions of suicide. So if that's something that you cannot listen to, then just uh, skip this one. It's pretty long, so I'll put a little timestamp where it's over so that you know where to skip to, if you can't listen to this one. Okay, so here it goes. A little backstory. Back in 2011, I was struggling with severe depression. It was an awful time in my life, which I feel caused everything that began happening after, or at least made everything worse. So I used to live in Tolson, Arizona. I would consider it more of a town, but it's a city. I've always kind of thought of Tolson as a bit of a weird place just because there seemed to be a church like in every corner or every street of the city. Always gave me culty vibes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Need to call in Josh for that one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, for everyone that doesn't know, he hosts Let's Start a Cult, which is another great podcast on the Cultivate Network. Yeah, he's an expert on all things cult and cult. Cult-related, right? (laughs) But that is very culty. Okay, so let me continue. We ended up moving from Phoenix to Tolson in 2011. And I don't know if I'm saying the city right. I hope I am. The house that we moved into wasn't super old, but it was in pretty rough shape for it having been built in 1969. Right off the bat, when we moved into the house, we felt a negative energy. Like, no matter what we did or how much decor we put up in the house, it still felt unwelcoming. It didn't feel like home. Even friends and family that would visit us always felt a heavy presence or that the house was unwelcoming, too. That stinks, especially when you just moved
0: in there. It's not like you have any option to go anywhere else. You're stuck. Right?
1: People are always like, why didn't they move in scary houses? And I'm like, I can't move. Right? Same. (laughs) Same.
0: Like, if if I'm having a haunting here, I'm stuck and I have to deal with it. And I imagine that they
1: were in the same situation. Exactly right. I'm stuck. I'm going to deal with it and hopefully get a movie deal out of it. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) One can only hope. (laughs) But yeah. So um, they go on to say, you could tell the house had been remodeled and that the two rooms in the back had been added later. The bedroom at the front of the house was my brother's and right down the hall up the stairs was my sister's. My mom's room and mine were the last ones in the back, at the end of the hall. For the most part, the neighbors to the left of the house always avoided us, but the neighbor to the right of the house was a bit strange toward me from the beginning. We had barely moved in and the neighbor seemed surprised to see us moving in, and she ended up telling us that people usually didn't last long in the house. Oh, that's such
0: a jerk move. Like, right? way to make
1: your new neighbors feel really comfortable in their home. Just they're they're putting boxes in and she's like, good luck. <laughs> Usually people leave in three days. No? <laughs> I've heard rumors. <laughs> oh, my God. That, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> um, so the last people that lived there only stayed three months before moving out. That's, yeah, that's not that's a long short. Time at all. Wow. Yeah. Uh, when we asked what people left, she just said, things happened and left it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's very helpful, too. <laughs> right? That's like how are you gonna tell people that and then at least not say i think the house is haunted that's such a high school thing to do
0: i feel like you would put those ideas <laughs> in your friend's heads in high school and then be like i don't know
1: bye you're on your own yeah that's exactly what she did oh my god this sucks to be you uh, yeah wow unfortunate <laughs> Uh, Okay, so she goes on to say We didn't think anything of it Fast Fast forward two months after moving in And things started getting weird We would often wake up to find the cupboard doors open And my mom would always blame us kids Even though it wasn't us That's creepy The chairs from our dining table would be pulled out Things from our pantry would be found on the floor This drove my mom nuts Time and time again We would tell my mom it wasn't us And she never believed us yeah, that's that's
0: poltergeisty. That's wh- when you get out. But of course, if it's a poltergeist, right? it's probably following you
1: anyway. So you're kind of screwed either way. It's terrible. Things only worsen- worsened after that. I would often stay up late because, like I said, I struggled with depression. I couldn't sleep most of the time, so I would stay up really late. During these late nights, I often heard footsteps walking in the hall. We had tile throughout the house, so the footsteps were very loud and clear. They weren't just any footsteps. It sounded like someone walking in heels. I remember getting up repeatedly to check who it was, but there was never anyone there. Ugh. That is spooky. I ha- I'm going to have a story for you that's like
0: almost just like this. <laughs> oh, my God. I can I so <laughs> relate to this person. <laughs>
1: Terrifying. It is. I'm glad I cannot. When you experience
0: it, it's the kind of thing that just sends chills down your spine because you know it doesn't make sense.
1: Oh, I can only imagine. On nights that I would try and sleep, I would often hear whispers or very low talking, but I could never make out what was being said. Again, I would get up and check to see if it was my brother or my sister just staying up late talking, or maybe it was my mom. She came home from work early in the morning since she worked overnight. I could never find the source of the whispering. Eventually, we noticed an owl was perched up on this dead tree that was in the backyard, directly behind my room that I shared with my sister. Wait, wait, wait. Owls. Aren't, aren't they? Aren't owls tied with La Llorona? That I haven't heard, but owls oftentimes are said to be uh, witches. Yeah, in, okay. Um, Mexico specifically. That makes sense. That's spooky. Very. My mom thought it was a bad omen, being Hispanic and all. She thought the lechusa was, uh, was a curse that had been placed upon us. Lechusa's is owl. Or that it was a witch that, ha- that was keeping a close eye on us. No matter what we did... It would always come back to the same tree. We would spray it with water to try and scare it away, but it would never leave. We just learned to ignore it. The weird neighbor ended up talking to my mom again after she had spotted my mom trying to scare the owl away. She asked my mom a lot of questions about the house and was interested in how we were doing. She told my mom that there was a big sum of money buried somewhere in the seven acres of land and that my mom needed to listen to what the owl was telling her. My mom thought the neighbor was nuts after that (laughs) and told us not to engage in any talk with her. (laughs) Just listen to the owl. The owl knows everything. Right. (laughs) I will say there is a lot of stories I heard growing up, but there was always like stories of hidden treasures in houses. Mm -hmm. And those houses were always haunted. I mean, realistically, it's not too
0: uncommon that people would bury their wealth. Because it was safer
1: than putting it in a a bank that was going to get robbed, so. Yeah, and I could see that in, like, the old houses Mm -hmm. in Mexico, but this house was built in (laughs) 1960-something, so I don't know about that one, but (laughs)
0: maybe somebody was just, um, they were feeling like they uh, belonged to another time, and they
1: were just embracing the old ways. Yeah, they were very uh, anti-government or something. (laughs) Anti-bank. Anti-bank. So yeah, no more talking to the weird neighbor. Uh, We ended up getting used to the weird things that would happen. Eventually, when my mom's schedule switched, she started staying home with us at night. And she began to notice all the things we would tell her. The footsteps, the whispers, even the light flickering in the house. We had a vitrina. This is a Spanish word that means uh, some sort of cabinet. She goes on to say, I'm not sure what it's called in English. Maybe a China cabinet. It's like an old cabinet with drawers on the bottom and doors above the drawers. And then those doors have like a glass window on <laughs> them. Like you display what's stored inside. I know these things have a name, but I also don't know the name of it. That sounds like a china <laughs> cabinet. Like you'd put the silverware down below and then you'd put the nice plates up top. Yes, yes. That's exactly what this thing was. The cabinet had a light switch on it and it would always turn on, always at the same time. Can you guess what time that was? Was it 3 a.m.? Yes, yes it was. (laughs) Always 3 a.m. Ugh, spooky. Very. We couldn't explain it. Fast forward to about nine months of living in that house. We continued living, surviving, and trying to ignore all the weird things that were happening. But it just got worse. My mom was also struggling with severe depression, being a single parent, and having to put up with my dumbass dad. (laughs) Those are her words, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) My depression was at an all-time high. I was contemplating you-know-what. My brother and my sister were both being affected negatively, and everyone was just all-around unhappy. My mom started going to one of the many churches in Tolson, and somehow that ended up pissing off whatever was in the house. Ooh. My mom started bringing holy water home and blessing the house, She would often try and drag us to church with her, too. One day, my mom was in the kitchen. My sister and I were in the living room watching TV. Out of nowhere, my sister began screaming. Screaming bloody murder, as if she were in excruciating pain. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You walk out of the house and you never look back. (laughs) You're on your own, quickly. Yeah, yeah, I would leave everyone (laughs) sorry. Bye. And, and I would trip my twin on the way out.
0: (laughs) You got to leave somebody behind, right? It's going to go for whoever's (laughs) slowest.
1: (laughs) I quickly sat up from the couch because I didn't know why she was screaming. My mom came rushing in and asked my sister what's wrong. My sister said someone has scratched her. I looked at my mom and immediately said it wasn't me. My sister backed me up and said, no, I wasn't the one who scratched her. She had been scratched on her back. And when we pulled up the back of her shirt, we saw four scratch marks that were lightly bleeding. That's
0: pretty dramatic for a light scratch. Not going to lie. If she's just sitting there (laughs) screaming bloody murder. Right.
1: (laughs) Okay. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was like super painful. It
0: could have been. I mean, it really could have been. We've all been. I I cry when I stub my toe. So. Me too. I get so mad, like unnecessarily mad. And so maybe it was like the same situation. There are definitely more expletives when I stub my toe than when I do something that really actually hurts. So I I,
1: I guess I get it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was the first time it had ever done anything to us physically. That night, I again couldn't sleep. So, of course, like most teenagers that couldn't sleep in 2011, I began taking selfies. Wait. As a former emo what? kid, that's what I would spend my time doing taking selfies. <laughs> this is how, how I, I deal. deal.
0: I totally get it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I so get it. I feel like I oh hate the God. world, but I look really good in this picture.
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, she goes on to say, I would upload them on Vampire Freaks and my yearbook. And I guess that's past my time because I don't know what those things are. (laughs) I don't know what they are, but it sounds like MySpace back in the day. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought of when I heard my yearbook. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe it's like another version of maybe it's like a super emo version of MySpace. (laughs) It's like one of those early social media networks. It had to be, but this was 2011. I don't even think I was on MySpace anymore. I think I had already switched to Facebook. Yeah, can't remember. Mm, I don't know. I think I was still on MySpace. So long ago. Ten years, man.
0: Who could remember that far back? (laughs) I can't remember yesterday. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So she goes on to say that night was typical for me. I was doing my makeup, listening to Pierce the Veil. Yep. Pierce the Veil. Fail. Okay. I know the name. I never I haven't heard any of the songs because I'm I'm not an emo kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's been too long, but I know the name. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure MJ um, knows because she's she she had an emo phase in high school. <laughs> I remember seeing her around the hallways. Didn't everybody, <laughs> man? It was high school. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I was not an emo kid. Oh. No, I was a gangster. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry to <Did> <laughs> cough in your ear.
1: <laughs> yeah it's i had so like hoop earrings and um <laughs> like a bell with like an old english initial on it that was my name and then like my hoop earrings had my name you went the other direction <laughs> yes yeah yeah but uh, um to be fair i grew up in oakland california and then we moved to the central valley so so yeah <laughs> so i was not emo
0: <laughs> yeah no i was definitely uh i was on the i was wearing well my high school was like early 2000s but I wore the big do you remember the elephant jeans elephant no. pants oh, wait, from um, Hot Topic back in the day they were huge yes 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 all the yes, skater stuff it was so like that was before emo was really a thing but you were still an emo person because you believed in vampires. Yeah, it stuff. was like the
1: precursor yes <laughs> uh, totally get it um so yeah <laughs> So in order for you to understand the picture, my room was big and white and empty with a small twin sized bed in the corner next to the window and a closet with no doors. I would hang my clothes in that small closet. It was maybe a foot long and to the right side was just some long shelves that I would put random crap in. (laughs) I had been talking to my boyfriend on the phone that night and it was really late. I always tried to go to bed before 3 a.m. Because it's been engraved in my head that that's the witching hour. Right. Understandable, mm-hmm. yeah. No one wants to be up at 3 a.m. <laughs> no, I mean, w- whether you believe in the witching hour or not, you
0: don't want to be up at 3 a.m. <laughs> no, you want to be asleep for sure. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: for some reason, that night, I lost track of time and 3 a.m. hit. There I was, still taking selfies instead of sleeping. Damn! Damn! <laughs> Damn! She must have looked, that must have been some really good makeup. Yes.
0: Yep. (laughs) Or the songs were
1: just too good. Yeah, right. (laughs) When I saw the time, I finally decided to hit the hay. I got into bed and shut off the lights. That's when I heard it. Get out. No. I'm going to put some sound effects on that. I just make my voice like really deep. (laughs) That's that's
0: when you're like, bitch, no, you get out.
1: This is my place. (laughs) Right. This is my room. It's my room. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right in my ear. Oh, that's terrifying. I sat up so fast and turned on my lamp. I looked around and saw nothing, but I felt something—a presence. There was a heavy feeling on my chest. I couldn't breathe, and my fight or flight—oh my god! Fight or flight instinct started to kick in. I got this overwhelmed. Over. <laughs> I can't talk today. Oh my god. <laughs> I got this overwhelming feeling of fear and I couldn't understand what it was, but something in me was telling me to get out and get out fast. I tried to calm down because I didn't want to freak my mom out, especially with what had happened earlier that day to my sister. I turned the lamp off. Oh, no. No, I kept everything on, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Keep everything on. then you grab a flashlight and you hang out
1: underneath the sheets in a tent that you've made for yourself. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) I turned the lamp off and laid back down, silently freaking out. I felt like a little kid hiding under my covers, thinking somehow (laughs) that would help. That was a good move, though. Under the blankets, yes. Right? They do offer protection, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) While under my blankets, I pulled out my phone and started going through the selfies I had taken. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) No.
0: She's going to see something in one of the pictures, and it's going to be really creepy, and I don't want (laughs) to know. (laughs)
1: that's when i noticed that in every single picture i took that night you could see it no (laughs) no (laughs) it was in plain sight it was a hooded black figure ew Mm, nope (laughs) my emotions my fear i felt it all at once when i saw it i freaked out ran to my sister's room Oh, it was the sister and mom's room, my bad, and ran to my mom's. Slash... They, were, they shared a room. I don't know why I can't say this in the <laughs> sentence that I wrote. <laughs> okay, so she ran to her mom's slash sister's room and cried. And there was something and cried to her. There was something in my room. My mom jumped out of bed and ran to my room, ready to kill someone like a mama bear, ready to protect her babies. My brother got up after he heard all the commotion and went to my room, too, to look around. But there was nothing there. I swore up and down to both of them that there was something there. I saw it and I showed them the pictures. They believed me and let me sleep in her bedroom with my sister and her. The following morning, my brother and sister had left for school and my mom left early to go to church to speak to the pastor. Uh, um, And I was home alone. No, I was scared. I I, I mean, like maybe there's like a nearby park or something, you know, like I the house. (laughs) I was scared. I didn't want to be alone. I couldn't be alone. I kept texting and calling my mom, asking her to come home quickly. But she told me to calm down, take a shower and get ready because the pastor was going to stop by the house. I decided to listen to her and got in the shower. While I was showering, I heard my mom yelling my name again and again. I kept answering back, saying, I'm in the shower, and that I'd be out in a minute. But she continued to yell my name. No.
0: And she wrote <laughs> she
1: in quotations.
0: Yeah. Because it's
1: mimicking. That's what's happening here. It's mimicking her uh, mom's voice. I, I just
0: got chills. <laughs> <sighs> I'm scaring myself. Yeah. That's, it's spooky. <laughs> Mimics are the worst, because yeah, it makes you feel like it's somebody that you can
1: trust. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I thought it was strange because if it would have been urgent, she would have just opened the door. Instead, she kept calling for me over and over. When I got out, I went looking for my mom since, you know, she had been calling me nonstop. I was surprised to find no one home. The house was empty. I called my mom and she told me she was still at church and that she would be home in the afternoon. I was so scared. I left the house and waited for her on the porch. Yep. (laughs) Smart choice yes yes the weird neighbor saw me outside and said it finally happened (laughs) the neighbor of course the neighbor comes in yeah she was waiting to (laughs) to see her on the porch to go and (laughs) tell her that like i know what's (laughs) happening here that's messed up (laughs) i ignored her then i saw my mom and the pastor walking up our driveway i greeted them Then the pastor gave me one look and immediately blamed me for everything that had happened. Oh, thanks. What? (laughs) Thanks, priest. Rude. (laughs) He told me my mom had shown him the picture and it was my fault all the weird things were happening and that the demon has shown itself to me for refusing to go to church and for continuing to sin. Oh, my gosh. Wow,
0: Wow. That is so judgmental. Just walking in, acting like you know exactly what's going on
1: right before even then no no i i would have kicked him out (laughs) i told him it wasn't true and he ignored me he walked into our house and started blessing every room until he got to my room when the pastor arrived to my room he said he felt a very heavy feeling in his chest and didn't want to go in He said he didn't feel welcome, and he blessed the room at the doorway. He didn't even (laughs) want to go inside. I don't feel welcome. I just
0: insulted you straight to your face, but I don't feel welcome in your space. What's the deal?
1: (coughs) Right? I wonder why. I don't like this guy. No. (laughs) As he finished the blessing, the three of us heard a loud ringing in our ears. It was almost deafening. Mm, that's terrifying (laughs) yeah that's weird he said we should all go to church and left (laughs) of course
0: that's the solution
1: right (laughs) yes the solution is always to the church I'm curious what kind of church this was I don't know why no no because I feel like an evangelical church wouldn't even give this time of day so this had to be a catholic church it's probably catholic yeah that's my guess After that, nothing changed. I refused to go into my room, and if I needed anything, my brother or my mom went in there to get it for me. I refused to sleep at night because I was so scared, and I hated being alone. Aww. Eventually, it got so bad that my mom had to send me away to live with my dad just so I could get a sense of normal again. That sucks. Yeah, that's so sad. That's a rough way to live. Yeah, and it's and how long have they been there? I know a, a little bit back she said nine months. Yeah, so that's already too long of all this going on. Right, Ugh. it's probably about nine months because she said she went out on the porch
0: at nine months, and that's when she ran into the neighbor who was like, "Ha ha, I knew it was gonna happen eventually."
1: That rude ass neighbor. <laughs> and then the priest shows up and goes, "It's all your fault. <laughs> it's all your fault. Go to church. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. Oh. Uh, We ended up moving out of that house two months later. The weird neighbor told my mom we had been the only people that lasted a year in that house. There you go. Wow, a a whole year. It was definitely one of the worst times of my life. Thinking of those days still makes my stomach uneasy. I'm sorry if this is so long. I swear to you, it's completely real and I still get chills looking at the picture. And I do have the picture. Um... (laughs) Oh, but I need to look for it. <laughs> Is it creepy? It it looks like, like, I was looking at it, and it looks like there's a, almost like, I mean, because she mentions it's a hooded figure, and it looks like a hoodie hanging next to her, but when she, when she was looking around in her room, there was nothing there, so that thing wasn't in the picture. But when you look at it, it straight up looks like a hooded figure, and it's just weird. Hmm. Well, so she was a teenager Mm -hmm. and she was
0: very open about how she was dealing with depression and there was already activity in the house. I really do kind of wonder if she was dealing with some kind of poltergeist. So maybe that priest was on to something that might have been attached to her because she seems to experience the worst of it.
1: Yeah. And they always say um, that they like, what's it called? Attach themselves to... Someone already experiencing that kind of stuff. Right, right. And that's part of why they like teenagers so much is because
0: we're going through so much at that age where we're trying to move past being a child and becoming independent, but nobody takes us seriously. And we've got these hormones that are crazy. Like
1: we're already dealing with big emotional issues. So we're vulnerable. Yes, exactly. I'm going to send you the picture. I'm not going to post it because her face is, you know, too, just too clear. But I'm going to send it to you so you can see. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that thing was not like it was only in the picture. It wasn't there when she was awake. And that's terrifying. (laughs) I can
0: kind of see what she's it does look like there's like a face. There's something black that looks like it's hanging on her door. And then within that, there's kind of a face. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: And I totally feel the emo look. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, though, that like if I were an emo kid and I did my makeup like that, I would be taking pictures too because like it's well done. It's yeah, a, it's a good yep. emo look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a look we were all doing at some point with the like the black eyeliner and the hair. Yep. But no, I I definitely I can see what she's talking about. There's it looks like there's some kind of weird face in the background. Absolutely, I see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, if I were to look at the picture with that context, I would just think something was hanging there, but, Mm -hmm. like, there was nothing there (laughs) Yeah, in, like, real life, which is, that's, like, oh, that's terrifying. And even if there
0: is not anything there in the picture, she knows what she's experienced otherwise. And there are plenty of other witnesses to what she's experienced. So regardless of whether the picture captured anything, she knows that she has other evidence of what was occurring.
1: Mm Hmm. That's scary. That's a lot to go through at that age, too yeah that's terrifying and it looks like moving was a good move and then they all moved after like not shortly after she Mm -hmm. was into the dad's house so it looks like everything resolved and like that's so good because uh, i would hate to just continuously go through that like forever oh yeah i've been through
0: so i had a a ghost story that was kind of similar but not super crazy similar like i had cabinets that were opening and we dealt with a mimic and it's a really scary situation to be in a mimic is very very unsettling you just don't feel safe because you don't feel like you can even trust your own ears yeah because like who's calling you you don't know ever and it's always somebody that you know somebody that you trust that you're close to and it just
1: has a way of getting into your head and just messing with you yeah because i wouldn't i mean if it sounds exactly the same then you just you don't know who's calling you when and
0: right you start
1: start to feel like you're losing your mind because like in in my case it was
0: a roommate and i knew he wasn't home you'd go and check and (gasps) there's nobody else there you're literally home alone but you have heard the voice repeatedly other people will come over and hear the same voice and they can identify it as that person and yet they're not there
1: and oh it my messes god with that's your head, terrifying. you
0: think you're losing your mind
1: yeah i bet oh my god i have one more short one okay all right so my journey with sleep paralysis and the hat man crying Ooh. emoji oh no. really long sorry <laughs> probably not necessary to read that but whatever <laughs> i love the emojis so i'm gonna say when they happen the first time I saw the Hatman, I was about eight years old. We lived in a haunted house in the country, in a small town in Idaho. These small towns, man. <laughs> right. That's where it all is. <laughs> right? That's where all of this happens. This other <laughs> town was also a small town. This uh, the first story. Uh-huh. Each of my family members has a story, including the non-believers. But this is the main one that affected me and some of my nieces. I used to sleep in the living room because I was the youngest of 10, and we only had three bedrooms. My brothers even had to sleep in a trailer out back because there was no room. My mommy used to keep nightlights on so no one would trip going to the bathroom, but they used to create shadows on the walls. One of the shadows was the hat man. He was tall and thin and had a fedora hat with a long cloak with the collar turned up. He had to pop his collar. <laughs> When he was cool. (laughs) He was more of a shadow. I could see through him. And he would stretch himself to an impossible height. And had really long fingers and sharp teeth. Oh my god. How do you see the teeth? I don't know. But I... But,
0: uh... But, ew. Yeah. That's a big ew. Teeth are always an ew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There was, um... Like, this... I don't know if it was like an app or what but i think years ago like a picture on the internet floating around with like baby with a baby like a newborn baby but Uh with teeth on top of it it's creepy (laughs) that's so creepy isn't
0: it and some babies actually
1: are born with teeth i cannot imagine what that mother must be oh my god (laughs) oh no i would have thrown my baby no (laughs) no but that's terrifying oh my god (laughs) i would have been scared i for sure that's when you do that i
0: love you nervous smile
1: yeah side eye. what is this <laughs>
0: nobody take any pictures please i don't need to come out oh my god it's, it's an old raisin with teeth
1: <laughs> gross <laughs> i remember in the first years i wouldn't get sleep paralysis and i could move i would usually cover my head with my blanket and pray, um, what's it called in English? It's like when you pray to your guardian angel. I don't know if there's like a name for the prayer. Mm, not that I in know In Spanish, of. it would be like... I for- actually, I forgot the name of the prayer. too. I- I'm a terrible ex-Catholic, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but she was praying to her guardian angel. That's the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, I would fall asleep and wake up safe. One day, I began seeing him in the daytime.
0: Ooh! oh god no
1: <laughs> it was april and i was 11 so this would have been 2001 i saw the hat man off and on but this was the first time i would see him during the day since we lived in the country the bus had to pick us up and it was too early like six forty-five a.m by now all of my siblings had moved out so i was the only one left I usually would go out and wait for the bus ten minutes early because if I missed it, no one was home to take me to school. I also should mention we had no close neighbors. The nearest ones were half a mile away, and we were surrounded by fields and a patch of sage bush, sage brush, sage brush, sage brush. Yeah. I oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have to be saying this wrong. Okay. <laughs> Across the street. Welcome to Idaho. Lol. That was in parentheses. <laughs> But there was a river nearby, often early in the mornings, there would be a thick, heavy fog that would settle over the area. This just sounds like a terrifying place to live. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it could be either really beautiful or horrendously terrifying, depending on the situation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And that day, the fog was thick. I remember looking to my right to try and see through the fog if the bus was coming. Instead, I saw him, the tall hat man. He was extremely tall and thin that day. Even though he was at the stop sign that was about a block away, I could tell he was smiling. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. No.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's no. That's so creepy. (laughs) And
1: he was starting to run towards me.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm so scared. Did she wear (laughs) her brown pants to school that day? (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. (sighs) I panicked, but then I saw the lights of the bus like a beacon in the fog. I would have been so happy to see that bus. Right, First time in your life you're just so excited for the school bus to come. Right? I started to pray the bus would get here before him and watched with hopeful eyes as the bus passed through the hat man, but he was not far behind. I had to cross the street to get on the bus, and normally the bus driver puts on the stop sign... And motions for me to pass. But I was not waiting that day. By the time the bus stopped, I was already across the street <laughs> and trying to open the, the bus doors by myself. <laughs> the guy's like, kid, chill out. <laughs> right? He's like, damn, I know you want to you go to school, but damn. <laughs> the hat man was so close. I could see his coat was tattered and his mouth was, was open wide, showing his sharp white teeth. Yeah. I jumped in the bus and yelled at the bus driver, close the door. Oh my gosh, this bus driver. She was shocked and asked if I was okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) See, like, what is wrong with this
1: kid? (laughs)
0: Because, I mean, if you're not seeing it, you're going to be like, what
1: is going on? Right? I turned around and the hat man was gone. Embarrassed, I said, I was just cold, sorry, and sat in my seat. (laughs) Aww. That was the one and only time I saw him in the daylight. I recently found out one of my nieces also saw him when they stayed over at my parents' house. But they didn't tell me until we had, also, until we had all grown up. Ugh. So she wasn't the only one who saw him. That makes it so much worse to well, me. And the, it's such a
0: widespread phenomenon. It's all over the world people see the hat man. It's, it's a huge thing. Yeah,
1: I've read aside from UFOs, it's the number one most reported paranormal encounter
0: isn't that crazy? Like, why? Why? why is it always a fedora? Because it's always a fedora. Because
1: fedoras are the root of evil. <laughs> 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 no, but really, why is he wearing a hat? I don't know. And the fedoras specifically. Specifically, right? Ugh. Okay, and then there's just one little bit left. As a teen, I started having... I started to have sleep paralysis, and he would often make an appearance... Usually, he'd be at the foot of my bed or in my doorway watching me. This usually happened if I was stressed or anxious over something, which was all the time. Laughing emoji, crying emoji. (laughs) I feel it. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Then, in my early 20s, I started to get new sleep paralysis demons appearing. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Was one of them really big? Like a big old chonky
0: sleep paralysis demon? (laughs) is that a thing it is in the philippines
1: batibat is really (gasps) chonky and she likes to sit on people's chests. she's huge i've heard of this let's see what she says the next one i can only describe as being smooth and gray almost alien-like oh Oh my god instead of eyes and mouth it had empty sockets that seemed to go on forever that's nightmare fuel oh my god it gets worse this one was cruel, as it would mimic the voice of my husband, and it would hold me while I was asleep on my side, like we were spooning. That's oh. like, that's terrifying and so, like, violating. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so personal. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. Watch. No. <laughs> uh, the third was almost funny, like it was a fuzzy puffball, and it made gremlin noises at the foot of my bed. <laughs> Okay, that's not that bad. <laughs>
0: what was the name of the the gremlin, the mogwai? Was it Gizmo?
1: Right? Yep. <laughs> By the time I was 29, I'd had enough. I asked my mom to do a limpieza, so like a cleansing. Mm-hmm. As I had been sleeping for three weeks, and each time I did, I saw one of those... <laughs> She said, I saw one of those pinche dem- demonios, which is saying, I saw one of those fucking demons. Oh. <laughs> she did the limpieza, and after that, I could finally sleep. I'm now 32, and I lo- no longer see any sleep demons. I still get sleep paralysis, but it has mostly been me saying no as I start to come out of it. Hopefully, I never see them again. <sighs> yes, hopefully. Oh, my no God. kidding. That sounds
0: horrible. I know sleep paralysis is more common among teenagers too, like poltergeists are. Oh, really? Okay. It is. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Our poor teenage brains. We're already going through enough stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, as if being a teen wasn't hard enough. Here's a poltergeist and a sleep paralysis demon. Have a great time growing up. Good luck. <laughs> Don't <laughs> oh end up screwing that. That's
1: terrible. <sighs> but yeah, wow. That's where. Um... Some of the most terrifying listener stories we've gotten, and I feel, oh my god! Yeah, those are pretty creepy. Those would be absolutely terrifying wow. to experience. Yes, yes. Ugh, I have anxiety now, so thank you. <laughs> but I love it. I love these stories. So, have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? No, no, no I never have. The wor- the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my sleep, um, episode like four. MJ and I were researching this thing called a white chivo. It's like a sorcerer, um, evil sorcerer that uh turns into shapeshifts into a half man, half-goat. Ooh. And they live in the the Yucatan region of Mexico. And when mm-hmm. we were researching that episode, MJ was hearing like all sorts of weird noises in our house that were not normally there. And I kept having weird nightmares. But the worst one was like I was asleep and then someone broke into our house and like just shot everyone (gasps) and everything felt so real. And I woke up in like just like cold sweats like I was dripping in sweat and it was terrifying. (laughs) So it definitely messed with your head. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and after that, I was like, I'm never reading about this thing again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those dreams are the worst when they're so real. Because you wake up and you question, and then it makes yeah. it sticks in your head, and you
1: think about it and you play it through your head. Yeah, exactly. And the next day, it was like, Hey, Kyle, if someone like broke into the house, could you get to like the gun fast enough? Right. What? Like, <laughs> OK, so my brain thinks this is a realistic situation. Let's plan ahead. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, I never have vivid dreams like ever. I have like the most weirdest random dreams that I'm like, man, I should make movies. That was so cool. Those are my <laughs> dreams. And th- so that was like the opposite of that.
0: <laughs> you don't need a you don't need a movie of that
1: one. No, no, I no, don't. <laughs> no. Thanks, but yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share? Add because uh, that's all I had for this episode. <laughs>
0: um, sure. So, this is something I was actually talking about to some of the um, other ladies in the network, the podcast network. So I got sick with COVID about a week and a half ago, and about a week ago. I started experiencing something really unusual, something I'd never experienced before. So I'm working on writing a paper for publication right now. And where I work, because I don't have an office, I basically just sit on my bed and I spread out papers. And I have my computer in front of me. So I sit on my bed. And I've been sitting there. And all of a sudden, I start to feel like, you ever feel that feeling when somebody bumps the side of the bed, the way the whole thing will jerk to one side and then back? That really solid bump that over and over again when there's nobody (gasps) in the room with me, my cats aren't in the room with me, and it was freaking me. And it stopped for a few days. The other day, it started doing it again. And I said, Okay, well, you have my attention. I know that you're here. I can feel you doing that. Do it again if you'd like to communicate. And nothing happened. So I thought, Okay, maybe it's really just in my head. And then since my kids have been out of the house while I've had COVID, I wanted them to be away. What I did was I was going in their room and I was cleaning top to bottom to make sure there was nothing left to possibly get them sick. Mm -hmm. That kind of mom that goes in with all the the bleach wipes and is wiping everything. Kids are nasty, man. They'll put everything in their mouths. So you got to bleach the world (laughs) to keep them safe. (laughs) So I was in their room bleaching their world. And uh, I went to reach for something. It was just this little plastic nameplate that's sitting on top of their little bookshelf. It's a little short little bookshelf. And I mm-hmm. went to reach for it. And as I touched this thing, it shot across the bookshelf.
1: Oh, my God. What?
0: It wasn't a little movement. It shot away from my hand. It shot several inches away from my hand. And I've never experienced anything like that before either. I've had strange movements. I've had cabinets all open and doors open. But this was the first time something really did that. And I tried again to say, hey, I'm here. I see that you're trying to get my attention. I am paying attention to you what do you what are you trying to communicate do you need help with something I didn't get any kind of response and haven't had anything happen since then but it was that was yesterday and it was really really spooky to see something move all on its own and it was it was fast it shot away from me so wow that was wow oh my god Yep.
1: That's, uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> and, and that's Hopefully me- it was something just like passing through and it's just gone now forever. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. And I don't know why it's, I mean, I've always experienced stuff. I've seen weird things. I've heard weird things, um, my, pretty much my whole life, but never anything quite like that. And it had been relatively quiet for about a year. And then I get COVID and all of a sudden the activity just like Explode! wow and i don't know new, why this is a new long
1: covid symptom i don't
0: know that's what i was saying <laughs> to them i was like did i just get telekinesis from COVID, or is there a ghost like what's going on
1: telekinesis would be um pretty cool <laughs> yes
0: telekinesis would be a little bit easier to handle than something that's moving all my stuff around i don't need that yes. to happen so yeah <laughs> just waiting for it to uh, knock over my cup onto my keyboard one of these days just
1: you're not paying oh no attention. that's when i would be like okay you have to go you're yeah, not welcome here anymore go away please <laughs> we're done how with dare this. you ruin this <laughs> computer <laughs> oh wow yeah Mm-mm. Um, Oh, before we go, we usually have um, spooky recommendations, and it can be anything spooky or true crime related that you've been watching or listening to. Um, Do you have any spooky recommendations for our listeners? Oh, sure. Do you ever watch Kindred Spirits? No.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm addicted to Kindred Spirits. I love that show so much, and I watch it over and over again. It's on um, Discovery+, Plus, but it's also like if you watch... I think it's TLC, one of those channels that does all the ghost shows mm-hmm. like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures. It's these two friends. It's Amy and Adam, and they'll go to different people's houses. And their big goal is to really help families that are experiencing stuff. And they come in and they try to um, communicate with the spirits there and kind of figure out what's going on. Why are they still here? What do they want? What do they need so that they can move on? And it's really cool because they have a much more personal look at things as opposed to a lot okay. of those other ghost shows that really like the big places that everybody hits over and over again. This is just, just this go is everyday people. Mad. Okay.
1: Oh, so no. I'm gonna have to check recommend. that out. That sounds good. It is. It's so good. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. Add it to my list. Um, <laughs> my recommendation for this week is a true crime show. It's not like um, what's it called? It's like a drama based on a true story it's on Mm -hmm. hulu it's called under the banner of heaven and it's uh the guy that was spider-man the like second Mm spider-man uh i forget his name but he's the main guy he plays a detective and they're in like somewhere in Utah so oh it's probably Salt Lake City honestly um and there's a there's been a murder so someone that is a member of the um FLDS Mm -hmm. the Mormon church is murdered her and her um little baby and I don't think I'm spoiling anything because this happens like literally in the first minute of the the show (laughs) it's how it opens and it's based on the crime it's the murder of Brenda Lafferty and her baby that was like 15 months old maybe like very young baby and um the lafferty family was like this huge flds uh family in in the area and yeah it's really good it's dark, obviously because you know yeah i mean it's a murder yeah yeah and and a a baby at that so um but yeah it was a good watch and um after that i started watching (laughs) I don't know why. I guess I've been like in a FLDS mood because then I started watching um the one on Netflix called Keep Sweet. Yes. 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 <laughs> Keep sweet, pray and obey, right? Yes. I'm on the last episode right
0: now. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was a hard one to watch. It oh makes my God. you so angry because
1: they knew. Yeah. It's they're both not pleasant watches, but if you, you like watching two crime, then then I do recommend it. Um, I don't know. I like sitting there and just getting mad, I guess. (laughs) Same. (laughs) I do the same thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And thanks so much for joining me today. Do you have anything to plug before um, we go?
0: Well, thank you for having me. Um, I guess you could go and check out some of my other podcasts. Uh, Drink, Drunk, Dead ran for about a year in 2020 ish. And then so they do. We we did all kinds of um spooky stuff we didn't do any kind of true crime really it was just spooky stories from all over the world and then pineapple pizza podcast we are hopefully just taking a break right now uh stepping Mm -hmm. away for a little bit because we were all getting too busy but that also ran for about a year and we did myths cryptids and urban legends from around the world so if you're not if you don't know what a cryptid is that's um a creature that people believe is real but there isn't any actual proof so like bigfoot or the chupacabra
1: yes and that i have listened to a few episodes very fun so definitely check it out everyone that's a lot of fun yes um and yeah if you uh and if you see a shadow just hide under your blankets with a little flashlight right and um <laughs> And go to church, apparently? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And go to church. And um, no, that's a good thing to add. We want to um, share the advice of that one pastor. <laughs> Don't be evil. Go to church. Yes. Um, and it's all your fault if it's happening. Anyway, <laughs> uh, stay spooky and we will catch everyone next time. Bye. Thank you so much for our spooky supporting us on Patreon. Melida, Janie, Michelle, Monica, Winston, Modesto, Cynthia, Perla, Yesenia, Kristen, Dalia, Mariela, Renee, Ghost Train, Edies, and Town Charity. A Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, produced and edited by Christina. If you're looking for more ways to support the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com You'll get access to bonus episodes, exclusive stickers and merch, and special thank yous. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash and you can also buy some merch. Go to spookytalescom store and you can see new shirts, hats, and I'm always making new designs to add to the store. And the best way to support, of course, is to just listen to the episodes and tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening. Stay as spooky.